This is a reading from the book of Donald the Trump. For I say unto you, render unto Caesar's palace the things that are Caesar's palace. But shouldn't there be any chips left over? Hey, I got a fabulous casino in Atlantic City. A great poet of old wrote ominously that he came to himself in the middle of a dark wood. I know exactly how he felt. The dark wood is that thorn-studded undergrowth, overgrowth that is Donald Trump's campaign. The latest to be drawn into its ever-expanding shades is no less than Pope Francis himself. The Pope made remarks obviously referencing Trump and his Mexican wall, which in summary were, a man who thinks only about building walls is not a Christian. This is not the gospel. With that, the man who, according to Catholics, is Christ's vicar and voice, his surrogate and deputy on earth, put himself in the always roving, soaring eye of the man who very likely sees himself as a few grades above even that. For the line that Trump draws between himself and the omnipotent deity is infinitely thin. And I'm certain there are days when he obliterates it altogether. And as for the Gospels, well, Pope Francis is in some ways an innocent man. What chance do they, does he, stand against the teeming wrath of Donald Trump's Twitter feed? Trump has sent out more excommunications of 140 characters or less in the last few months than the Vatican managed in the grim days of the Lutheran Rebellion. Jeb Bush has been sent howling into the wilderness. Rubio is pockmarked with his barbs. Poor Ben Carson will be seeking quiet and rehabilitation for years after his mauling. And Ted Cruz. Cruz had better win this fight with the ego who swallowed New York, or he'll have to show up like the emperors of old when the Vatican had real power in sackcloth and ashes outside of Trump Plaza every Lent till doomsday. Cruz may even find himself sent to do day labor on the Mexican wall. There is something about Donald Trump's campaign that it sends its ripples of force and foolishness ever further, ever outward, plunging into regions of sanity and decorum that politics has never stained before. It bends and unbalances every person and thought it touches. And so we have today the first major papal intervention into the politics of a great power since Henry VIII, a man of humility and appetites equal to those of the current mogul. Now, for the few who are not by now allergic to high-voltage bombast wrapped in mild-thick self-adoration, you may, with a dip into the liturgies of the Twitter stream, read how Lord Donald is currently flailing the Bishop of Rome and the 266th successor of Peter the Apostle on what constitutes a Christian, which is a little like a hearing-impaired cat lecturing Mozart on the nature of music. We are in the middle of a dark wood, and it's getting crowded. Soon to arrive, the Archbishop of Canterbury. For The National, I'm Rex Murphy.